1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we look back on a tough night for Rangers A 4-0 defeat against Ajax means it's 8 goals conceded in 4 days On the back of Celtic Park disappointment Giovanni Van Bronker says you need hundreds of millions To compete in the Champions League And tonight it's Hearts turn as they're underway In Europa Conference League action against Istanbul I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson No prizes for guessing where the majority of the calls will be about tonight Rangers performance last night so poor and the comments from the manager pretty alarming after that but Giovanni Van Bronckers has to pick his side up because they head to Pataudry in a couple of days time for a midday kickoff. they cannot go three defeats in a row that game becomes so important for them and Hearts of course tonight back in European football and probably should have taken the lead not so long ago with a certain pundit who isn't here tonight but on the pitch Honestly, we'll get to him in a minute, mm. Gordon DL, but last night has rocked the Rangers fans, safe to say. I think the last few days, uh, from Saturday, Gordon, the performance at Celtic Park, and a lot of that's obviously credited to Celtic, uh, losing the four goals as well. Um, and then they go to Amsterdam last night, you're thinking past performances I think a lot of Rangers supporters had high hopes just thinking it was a one-off at the weekend looking to get back into you know good good run of form especially with the difficult games coming up I thought they were probably the worst I've seen in Europe for a long long time I think the Rangers fans were very disappointed with the performance everything about it and I'll be interesting to hear what they're going to say tonight in this phone Don't disappoint the man he says it'll be interesting to hear what you've got to say Rangers fans how do you feel? There was a lot of frustration uh, last night, but let's find out how you're feeling a couple of hours on. What did you make of it? Where did it go wrong? Where's it going wrong overall? Because clearly the weekend was disappointment. I know you had lingering frustrations, some of you, about the transfer window and all that sort of stuff. So pick up the phone and let us know what is on your mind. 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. We do have yet more European action tonight. 19 minutes gone. Hearts nil, Istanbul nil. And I have to say, a couple of mm. moments ago, Lauren Shanklin gets the ball, slides it through. There he goes, Andy Halliday, our very own Andy Halliday. Can you imagine him opening the scoring in a game of this size? The defender comes, he nips it round one side, he dashes round the other. Mm. Brilliant skill, he's through on goal, and then the blood starts pouring from his nose, <laughs> dripping off his chin, <laughs> he slips on it. And the chance goes a begging. Yeah, we, we, we had a good chuckle at Andy trying to pretend he's a centre forward. Great run, great movement. He does absolutely everything. Brilliant, Gordon. But he, he must think that he's got another five minutes just to put the. He tries to run right round the ball onto that favourite left peg of his, and unfortunately from him, uh, the defence get in and cleared it. But uh, it's a good game so far. Very exciting, end to end stuff at ten cast. Playing quite quite advanced yeah, he is. tonight. That's, that's the role tonight. Yeah, man yeah. of many that's all number nine. It's funny, Mark, because he did actually extremely well to get into that 
position, but that's not the bit that we're going to mention, is it? We'll just, no. we'll just gloss, gloss over that. You know what, he did, he he talk, he did talk about the outcome. It was a brilliant piece of skill, but he thought he had all the time in the world, and he should know, you know, at this level, you don't get that I've time. told him before, see, in the questions are raining in on Beat the Pun, that you've got to be decisive, you've got to answer quick, yeah. you can't dilly-dally. Yeah. He's obviously just not listening. I know, I know. Um, what a chance. But uh, by the way, 20 minutes, this game's been end to end so far. Good save there for I've, Craig Gordon. I've got him for 64 minutes with a limp, waving, kissing badge, walking off. <laughs> I think so. 64 minutes. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> he always limps with the left foot as well. Oh, the the left leg. Ah, I, I know, I know. That, that would have been, been great. good for him. Yeah, what a crowd in at Tyne Castle. Great atmosphere. Oh, no. they, they're fortunate not to be behind again. Another header for six yards out, right at Craig Gordon this time. So they're living dangerously. All right, come on then. Where are you tonight? 01419511025. Rangers fans, just analyse last night for us. There is so much to get through, and I know you feel passionately about it either way, even if you're maybe sticking up for the manager and the team, that's entirely possible. So pick up the phone, please. And let us know. The manager says they were nowhere near the level they needed to be last night and believes there is a huge gulf between the teams. We had a bad game. I think we weren't uh, in, the, um, in, in, in the game enough to compete with Ajax. Uh, I think the level we reached in the first half uh, against Ajax was not on the level that's needed to be uh, competitive in Champions League. Uh, you can see the difference in, 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 um, in movements, in, in passing, in, in in thinking, I mean that's the level we were facing in, in in Champions League. You know we weren't just good enough in the first half. In the second half, we you know we we sh- we switched to uh, back five to get more uh, control of the space and, and give less chances away. But um, today we face an opponent where every mistake you make, they they punish you, and and we did uh, we did that many times today. What did you make of it? Um, I agree with the manager they certainly weren't at their best in fact I go to far as far as to say probably worst performance in Europe for a long time Gordon I said that earlier at the top of the show I thought they lacked commitment desire hunger um, take nothing away from Ajax they played some super football but I think Rangers allowed that to happen as well uh, and if I was a Rangers fan tonight I'd be very disappointed that's two games that to me, they've showed a lack of heart and desire. Celtic on Saturday at Celtic Park, where Celtic were terrific, and last night away from home, I thought it was a very, very poor performance. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Robert's a Rangers fan. First through tonight, Robert. There was a lot of strong words getting thrown around last night. How, how would you sum up that performance? Oh, where did I start? Um, it was spineless. There was no fight. There was no desire, um, especially for Ryan Kent. I don't know what Ryan Kent brings to this Rangers team. He's, he's not kicked the ball all season. Um, and when you look across the city in Celtic, who have got Yota, Albada, they've got uh, Frihasi, Jay Marcus up front. Who have we got? We've got a guy sitting in the bench, Morelos, who gets sent off so many times. It's, it's, heart, it's heartbreaking to see Rangers like that. And um, I think Celtic... If, if it's Rangers don't fuck their ideas up, but Celtic won this league with 25 points, and Van Kent couldn't even lace it, you or about his feet. Spineless and heartbreaking, says Robert. That's a fairly strong start, Mark. Um, teams can you can get beat, you can get beaten football games. Ajax are a good team, Celtic are a good team at the moment, so Rangers can lose those games, and there's no disgrace. But Robert says spineless. He's talking about 
the, almost the, you know the perceived effort and application that's the bit that the Rangers fans are really struggling with at the moment it seems yeah and that's that's what's so confusing about it look I've been there before when you take a, a heavy beating for well for Rangers from my point of view and it takes you a, a bit of time to get over it but it's your job you need to get over those games quickly because there's always a big game around the corner it looked to me that the Rangers players simply hadn't got over what had happened to them on Saturday and for Rangers fans that is unacceptable because last night was such a huge occasion a huge game they'd been through so much to get there you know beating PSV away from home and that that led the Rangers fans I guess to be a bit optimistic about going there last night and especially how they played in Europe last season so in terms of competing they should be able to compete they should be hard to play against they should make the game ugly if Ajax have got better players and more technically gifted then make it ugly make it hard for them they did none of that last night and none more so than the first goal the first goal was I mean alarming for me the ease I mean a, a corner kick right into your six yard box and none of your players are anywhere near the, the guy that sticks in the net so I think that's where the Rangers fans are saying lack of commitment, lack of desire. Because if it really means it to you, then you mm. throw your body at that. Uh, Ryan Kent's getting s- singled out for criticism from Robert Gordon. Mm-hmm. Clearly there is a lot wrong at the moment over the last few days. Um, but how, how do you s- assess Ryan Kent's part in all this? Um, not very good. Um, I think that the Rangers fans, you know, uh, depend on him because he is one of their so-called top players. Um, he doesn't look like he's in any sort of a form at all, Gordon. We know he's got great, great ability, but I just don't put it at his door as well. I look at Kamara, for instance. I've always liked Kamara. Lately, I look at this guy and I think he's offered absolutely nothing to Rangers. Absolutely nothing. I just thought as a team last night, I, I just thought they were dreadful. I really did. You look at the front three in the first half, Cholak Oh, Hearts have conceded and in wonderful fashion they've actually been playing pretty well and breaking and creating chances Peter Haring just took too long on the ball right in the edge of his own box it got nipped off him a couple more passes and a left footed shot lashed high beyond Craig Gordon it's a stunning finish and Hearts trail by a goal to nil yeah it's an absolute brilliant finish I've got to say poor defending they've got to get out there quicker but Take nothing away from the lad. If you're beating Craig Gordon from that distance, it's got to be special. And it certainly was special. On that left foot, takes two touches and... It's actually f- quite a similar finish to Ajax's yeah. third, 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 third goal, goal yeah. last night. Yeah. Going back to that, Gordon, you look, at, you look at the front three of Rangers last night. For me, you talk about Kent on one side. Right on the other side, I never even noticed him on the pitch. Right, he's on the pitch to take you up, up the park. You look at the centre forward who's been bang on for him with goals, offer nothing, you've got to take your team up the pitch. I look at the defenders, and Mark touched on it earlier, That at that level, at any level, you cannot concede goals for set plays as easy as that. I just think Rangers, over the last four days or five days, whatever it may be, since Saturday have just not been at it. And let me tell you now, as much as I think they've still got credit in the bank because of what they've achieved and through the manager and last year, I'm not one of these guys that after two games go right. The manager's already come under a bit of pressure. Two, a week ago, after beating Ross County, I think 4-0 at home, and then beat Queen of the South, 
you could not say a bad word against Van Bronckhorst. Now Rangers fans are starting to look at the weekend and think, if Aberdeen take anything mm. off them at Patorri, he comes under serious pressure. It's amazing how quickly this turns. I mean, Robert, you've picked out Ryan Kent. Gordon's mentioned a few others. So... Is it just? Is it the players that are getting the blame for this? Is that where the problem lies for you? Have they dropped their standards? I think uh, the board as well has got to take a lot of blame for this. Um, if you look across the Celtic, I'm not singing out Celtic uh, all the time, but they've been out and spent uh, good money. They've been out and got really decent players. Who? I mean, they buy a guy for Besiktas for four four million, whatever it is. He's on the bench. They buy Madonna, but he's on the bench. Uh, McGregor's a better keeper McLaughlin he's on the bench uh, they get rid of Balligan and they put a, cent- a, a midfielder at centre half I, I, just, I just don't understand it I don't understand it and I think if Rangers don't win on Saturday I think Van Bronckhorst will be off because talk down the social media on the Rangers sites and they're talking about Parker from Bournemouth well, it's a bit early to have Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's successor I must admit even by your show's standards Mark um, <laughs> But look, the players last night obviously did not play well. The players on Sunday obviously did not play well. But it's when you get two results like that, it is going to bring everything into focus, isn't it? Robert's yeah. talking about recruitment. Some Rangers fans last night saying, "How how are we starting with no disrespect to him, but is Scott Wright still is he still is he still your Champions League option? You know, yeah. wide right. Um, are, are the other guys contributing in the way that?" We want them to. Is this squad strong enough to begin into the Champions League? And obviously, based on last night, the answer would be no. Well, we spoke about it last week, right? Uh, Van Bronckhurst coming out and saying that he was happy with the squad. So then it does become about the manager. You know, people can blame the board and say, oh, it's the people upstairs that didn't allow his transfers. Mm. But if Van Bronckhurst comes out and says, I was content with the squad, do you then believe it falls him, on him? Do you believe him then? Me? Well, like. <laughs> We had the funny wee bit uh, the other night and I, I says I didn't think that was true maybe. But if he comes out and says it, I know he's maybe trying to manage upwards and keep the board happy, keep his place safe. But he puts himself in the firing line. Then when performances like that come about, when he sees the squad, yeah. when he's, his signings are on the bench. Because that suggests his signings haven't been good enough to impact the, the squad that was already there. So you can see why the Rangers fans then put the blame at the manager. Uh, thank you, Robert. I mean, Ron, Robert gave a, a passing mention to the goalkeeping situation. Where, where are we on that, Rangers fans? We've not even discussed the fact that Alfredo Morelos gets no game time. There is a lot to get through, so uh, keep those calls coming on 01419511025. Hearts are playing quite well, you know, but half an hour gone and they find themselves a goal down at home. Mark is a Rangers fan. Uh, maybe a bit of time, Mark, to sort of calm down. I don't know if you have. How are you feeling about it last night? couple of things goalkeeping situation Morelos they're all small fish and a much bigger issue as far as I'm concerned Gordon made a very good point he says that the players have still got credit in the bank the answer is yes of course they do you don't get to a European Cup final and to the Champions League and not have credit in the bank and it's also maybe not the time to be jumping on the manager's back although he made big errors in the Celtic game the bigger issue as far as I'm concerned and a lot of fans I've spoken to is the board and the director of football um, I think I, I do think Van Bronckhurst is, is telling pokies in, in a nice way as a manager he can't come out and say no I'm not happy with the backing from the board or the transfers we've not backed the manager it's as simple as that we've made an absolute fortune if you do the maths there's 100 million quid come into the club do, do, if anyone does the maths 
that's what's come into Rangers Football Club. And if you look at the European run last year, Patterson, Bassey, Aribo, Champions League tickets, season tickets, £100 million. They have not spent Patterson money. They've not backed the manager. Uh, that's the reality. They, what, so the board, now, I, I, I think I wouldn't be surprised if there's an EGM called. I wouldn't be surprised if Dave King um, calls an EGM. He's a majority shareholder because Dave King does not get on with the current Rangers board. He wants them out. Douglas Park's got huge questions now. What's, what's he doing with the money? What's the board doing with the money? The director of football signings have been abysmal, absolutely abysmal. Tom Lawrence, good player, yes. Um, Matondo looks terrible. Uh, that Tillman looks out his depth. Uh, the boy has spent £5.5 million on a right-back, can't get a game. Uh, Suter, we're told Suter could be out for months. Anyway, everybody knew, you guys were discussing on this panel, don't touch him. The guy's injury-prone. Um, Bakuna, Sands, en- absolute endless signings from the director of football. The two boys at Bournemouth have been shocking. Um, so the director of football's got huge, huge questions. I don't know if his position's tenable. The board, though, the board, as far as I'm concerned, the board are to blame. What Van Bronckers did by getting us into the Champions League, he should have been told the last week of the window, there's 10 million, go and bring in two players. The Celtic board have backed their manager, and that's why Celtic have a much, much stronger squad than Rangers, just to get your thoughts. Gordon? Uh, do you know something I think Mark makes absolutely brilliant points, uh, Gordon? Um, look, you can only go with what the manager says that he's happy with the transfer um, window. I don't agree um, that he should have been happy, right? I'm not going to call uh, Van Bronckhorst telling lies, right? I, I think there's a way of doing it. You've got to protect the board and you've got to protect yourself in a job. Of course you do. It's done every single week in football clubs up and down and all over the world. Now, you're looking at getting into a Champions League, for instance. We'll even talk about centre-forward. Cholak, for me, was the only fit centre-forward Rangers had, right? And you're getting into the Champions League group stages. And Mark quite rightly says, they've got money there. They're not telling me that he was not concerned about that. You've got to be concerned with that. Morelis can't even go on the pitch last night. Nowhere near up to speed. Roof's not even in the, uh, the Champions League squad. Um, you look at, I think Mark makes great points. I still think there's time for players because sometimes it takes some players time to settle in. We go very quickly. I look at Tillman, who I thought really liked him. In the last two games... He's looked out his depth. Matondo looks a player that comes on at Ibrox and can brighten the, the game up for 10-15 minutes in the big wide pitch when things are going well. Yilmaz at left back, to me, right now, looking at the evidence, and I know it's early, will not replace Barisic. And they've spent a lot of money on him as well. Davis is injured. Suter's obviously out. I can understand Mark's frustration and I think he's not the only one I think that people look at Rangers and he's added up the figures and the money we don't know what what goes on inside uh, Rangers but I think that you could not be happy as a top class manager getting into that squad we touched on it about but why, why not give the money then if the money is there that, that's not and the, he's, that's he's not achieved a question, that that's not Giovanni Van Bronckhorst said he said the day before the game that he's got no regrets yeah. and the millions that people think are sitting in the bank that's not the case he he said that so so where's where's it went where I but, mean we, but, we, we'd but, be speculating but 
Ma- it falls bad. What I'm the point I mean is it falls badly on Van Bronckhurst, a guy who's got Rangers to the Europa League final, who obviously has got them to the Champions League, and then he's taking the flak. Mark's on, you know, saying it, it's the board's fault. Well, will he not deserve some of the flak though? I mean, it's very rarely the case that this has got you know one person or one department. Yet, of course, if, if Mark or any other wants to say that he thinks the majority of this is down to. Uh, the, the squad not being strong enough it's fine but the football manager always takes some of them surely he's got to take a big of course, the of flag course he does tactically I, I, you'd blame the manager mm. ok he, he realised last night that you can't play the way that you play domestically against a team like Ajax and expect to get away with something that's why he changed to a 5 at half time so things like Celtic Park mm. so playing the same way players not reacting so they take a share responsibility as well so that falls down to him but the signings, there is something not right there at Ibrox. Thank you, Mark. What about Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's comments, Rangers fans? He said you need hundreds of millions to compete in the Champions League with Ajax and Rangers can't. How does that make you feel? Is that a good enough uh, reason, a good enough excuse? Or have you got a bit more to it? 01419511025. We'll speak to you next.